maybe Nicholas will be able to get through this entire episode without one of us cutting each other off like we just did uh, a few moments ago, not to timestamp things. That was that was a bit of a train wreck on your part. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Geeks Worldwide Radio and the Dork Shared Gooniverse proudly presents to you the greatest, and I mean the greatest. Don't you ever, ever effort forget it. We are the greatest podcasting team in the world. He's the Fry Guy, Nick Fryer. I'm the friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe, and together we are the TLDR Comic Book Club. Baby, Nicholas, how you doing? I mean, geez, I didn't expect that. You already got, I already got screwed over that I can't talk about <laughs> Black Cape mainline episode. Everybody who follows us on Twitter knows by now, and they, if you listen to us, you should sure as hell fucking know that I've been talking so much shit for the past few months to Joe because I've been reading Black Tape, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, like, you can't read it. I called dibs, and everybody knows how dibs works on this show. Joe got to talk about Trojan. We have Daniel Krause on the show. I didn't get to talk about Black Tape, and we have Dan Panosian on the show. So what did that mean? Joe had to read it, so I got screwed. And then on top of that, motherfuckers throw me under the bus. I'm going to edit it, so no one's going to hear that we stumbled over each other. But that's on Dan. He jinxed us. He said, you guys have great chemistry. And then we cut each other off more than any time we ever have in an interview. It was insane. Yeah, that was, that was pretty wild. That was uh, a lot of... Um... A lot of editing and post is going to have to go on because because Nick never just have. Nick I the ne- butcher. Right? I ne- I never we never we very rarely have to do that. It's usually just because people will cut out because of internet issues, which happens all the time with this stuff. Totally makes sense. It's normal, but and, goodness. And you're supposed to be the professional here, right? Who's yeah. had experience interviewing people before? So that was- I know, <laughs> I know. It was very like, what the hell's going on? And you know, it, but it must have been because he said you guys have great chemistry, which I think we do. Um, and if you know, if Dan Panosian's you know stamp approval isn't enough to uh, to go and subscribe to our show on audio channels, maybe at least listening to his interview would be a reason enough to go subscribe on our, to our show on audio on our audio channels. Because the only place you're going to be able to hear that conversation, whether it's Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Geeks World Radio, SoundCloud cloud uh amazon music wherever you get your podcast the major platforms we are there go listen to us there leave a rating and review if it's apple make sure it's five stars on top for the for the rating otherwise you're gonna learn the real meaning of backcracker wherever else make sure you leave the highest rating and uh review that you can please um so yeah we just talked to dan Pinocian, had a great time talking about a bunch of his books uh you i knew i called dibs on quite a few of his things joe but you highlighted how like i've screwed you over you haven't been able to read as much Dan Panosian as you like for a while now. No, no, because we primarily talked about three books with Black Tape from AWA being the primary book, but then also Alice Ever After, as well as Canary, which was part of the Scott uh, Scott Tober, uh, you know, series from Comicsology and 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 Dark Horse. And I, it hit me all of a sudden. I go, yeah. fuck. <laughs> uh, 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 he called dibs in all three of these books. Then you know, I was you know, thankfully I was able to you know, you know, read. Uh, black tape which is a great segue to catching up here uh because that book was fucking awesome so that good right awesome. oh nicholas i can't like we knew like going into it that it was going to be a great series and when you called dibs i was <laughs> i was really fucking pissed oh no <laughs> i would have never guessed that are you kidding me wow because because i really wanted to to read that and you know we talked we you know we we, we talked about it with dan how you know our, our back and forth and how uh he got sort of pulled into that and how awa kept giving me the business and it, it became this this long-running thing which is was actually a, a lot of fun but being able to finally read it 
right? Because that was what AWA kept doing. They just kept poking me and sending me pictures of the book, like as reference, and I had no idea what they were talking. I was like, oh, it looks so fucking awesome. Like, yeah, Dalibor, <laughs> the artist on it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dalibor, Talich. I mean, incredible, incredible stuff. But the story as, as a whole was awesome. And, and, and we mentioned this in the interview, just how perfect sort of rock and roll and, you know, uh, you know, Satanism and the occult and, 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 and devil worship, like, you know, th- those two just are oftentimes synonymous with each other. And, you know, you get vibes of, you know, the doors, you get vibes of, uh, you know, even some Led Zeppelin stuff, like it's even Jimmy Page is, you know, long rumored to be sort of obsessed with that stuff. And you can kind of pick up on some of it in Led Zeppelin's music, but then you get the stuff in the seventies with Ozzy and, you know, and stuff like that. So like, this was a kick-ass, like, tale of a of a you know a rock star just sort of living the life and the sort of the mystery surrounding everything but then you've got those real awesome horror elements to it which you know we've talked about you know with john lee's and, and hotel and dollar's work on that he, he you know i can't remember which character was in black tape um was it you know mr lucas or, or something like that um but he looked oddly you know, very very similar to the uh hotel manager in hotel oh yeah that's a, right that's a great point. i go i go all oh, that yeah they looked they looked very similar so i don't know if we're gonna share universe here uh but that would be something else like could you ima- like imagine just seeing one of these characters sort of you know you know that's crossing past somehow but like if, if, if it hasn't been pitched before, I'm pitching it now. I, I want a credit. I want a writing credit. I'll create a credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, just send me free books. Uh, keep sending me free books. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like, in all seriousness, you know, like this, this is a book, you know, I think was it July 12th is when, when the trade comes out. So yes. if you haven't had a chance to get your hand on the floppies and the single issues, um, definitely you're going to want to, you know, go to your local comic book shop. You know, if they can't order it for you, just say any copy you get, throw it in my pull list. I want it and get your hands on it. This, this is a must read. It's AWA. We talked sure. about it. It, it. It's synonymous. AWA and must read go together, and it it fits. It's 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 gritty. The storytelling, you know, from Dan is absolutely fantastic. There's so many little threads, you know, that end up getting tied and pulled together, and all the little things he he drops in that you don't pick up on a first reading. I can't wait to go back and reread this thing again, just to yeah. pick up on all the small details. It's just that's just how incredible the story's been. You've you've talked very highly about it. It's it's definitely worth you know, uh, you know, worth worth picking up the trade. Um, yeah, and I, for sure. I, I'm with you on like I'm very excited to go back and give this a look. Um, like it's to me like. I read this series and it was great. And then as we're talking to him, it's like, oh, that's something he keeps in mind. Like, oh, I, I want people to go back and read the series. And with Alice Ever After, I, I did that. And it made it was you definitely get more out of it after you know the, the first time through. Um, so I'm excited to do that with with Black Tape because I have not done that yet. Um, so you know, pick up the trade. We were told by AWA, so you guys know if you missed, you already missed the FOC. There are still books that you can go and order. There are still copies that are going to be available. So make sure that you let your local comic shop know that you want Black Tape. It's coming out on July 12th. Put that order in to make sure you get a copy. And honestly, like if you have to tell them that you've heard that we missed the FOC, but you can still get some more orders in because we know for a fact that's the case. Um, now, on top of that, Joe, you – so you had that book that you were doing that I, I was – 
obviously didn't get to do a mainline episode, but it would have a hundred percent was it was going to be a mainline episode. We all know this. I talked about it a ton already. Um, so that won't ever be a book that you can do it for a trade, technically. I guess not that you would at this point. But uh, I did for speaking of catching up, start on a book that is definitely the early favorite for me to talk about for the next trade. I'm not going to say what it is because I want to. Because last time I didn't keep you on your toes, really, unfortunately. Uh, but I've been reading. I've been reading that. Started that. And then I'm all caught up on I hate this place. Uh, and it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we got one more issue. And then it's the end of the series, Joe. The 10th yeah. issue, final issue. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, it sucks that it's coming to an end, but man, they've, he, Kyle, Kyle Starks, man, he is, I mean, there's no better way to put it other than he's in one right now between this, obviously, where monsters lie, and then uh, Peacemaker. It's just, you know, awesome stuff. It got wild, didn't it? It like, really did. I mean, I didn't yeah. fucking see that coming at all. Like time travel and all this shit. Don't give too much away, but yeah, it got it got fucking wild, man. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I also caught up on Animal Castle, the second the second volume of Animal Castle, the first issue. Tremendous. I mean, that's just uh, it's just been a great story, and I and I really liked. I, I mean, I was really pumped that it got that they were continuing because it was been a long time between between issues there, so that was great. And then I'm starting. I'm a few issues um, uh, of Wolf, you know, behind on Wolverine issue 34. We'll get into that in just a second. Drops this week. So I read issue 31, man, the shit with beast uh, that, 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 that Ben Percy has been writing. Um, absolutely fantastic. It has not been booty cheeks, but it has been <laughs> tremendous. And man, I've never, ever wanted to hate beast, but man, I really hate that fucker. Yeah. I love what, uh, what, what Ben has done. Oh, it's beast. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, cause beats the character for me who, and I'm, and I think we're at the same point now. I think we're both up to 31, but I, I've always, he's always been a character. Like, yeah, he's cool. Like, he's important and everything, like, but he's like, to me, ultimately just fine. Like not a character. I care, care a whole lot about. It's almost like you're better off doing something traumatic to him for me to care about him a little more. This is not traumatic. This is drastic. What Ben has done with beast. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's very cool. I, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, look, let's get into, uh, to what's new. That's what the people are here for. Unless you're, uh, unless you're Bert in the chat right now. Um, but, uh, what do we got coming up from Marvel this week, Joe? Uh, we have uh, Bert is Booty Cheeks issue one. Oh, uh, we <laughs> we have from Marvel the week of six fourteen twenty three, the Amazing Spider Man issue twenty seven, Moon Knight issue twenty four. As I mentioned just a moment ago, Wolverine issue thirty four, X Men Red uh, issue twelve. Darth Vader issue 35. Can't wait to read this one. I meant to read it before coming in today. Just didn't get a chance. Mm. Uh, Carnage issue 14. Doctor Strange issue 4. Captain Marvel issue 50. Uh, there's a lot here, folks. So strap in and strap on. Uh, Rogue and Gambit issue 4. Uh, Venom Lethal Protector 2 issue 4. Extreme Venomverse issue 3. Cosmic Ghost Rider issue 4. Uh, Spider-Gwen Shadow Clones issue 4. Black Panther issue one. I feel like they just came out with the Black Panther. They're they're, they're rebooting uh, this again. I don't fucking know. Um, X twenty three Deadly Regenesis issue four. Spider Man India issue one. I believe this is you know uh, mm-hmm. you know coming from uh, into the, uh, or across the Spider Verse, which I still need to watch. By the way, I've been dying. Yeah, to, you're to missing that. out, man. Yeah, I got to see that. Uh, Captain America Cold War Omega issue one. Clobbering time issue four. Planet of the Apes, Issue 3. Marvel Voices Pride, Issue 1, being Pride Month. This makes uh, 
this makes sense. Uh, this this is uh, you know a whole lot of writers and artists, so this is one you should definitely uh, you know you know you, you give a look at um, the excellent issue four, Star Wars: Son of Staros, issue five. That is a lot of books coming out, everybody. A lot of books. We love you, Bert. We love you. You know that. Uh, do we? Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> from from DC, uh, we got a busy week from DC, not nearly as busy as Marvel. Um, we got Green Lantern issue two, Superman Lost issue four, Batman Incorporated issue nine, Spirit World issue two, Wildcats issue eight, which I'm wildly behind on. Uh, Multiverse Harley Quinn screws up the DCU issue four, Nightmare Country, The Glass House issue three. DC Pride Through the Years, Issue 1, and Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Issue 9. And then, Joe, I got a book that I wanted to talk about, Waller versus Wildstorm, Issue 2. Now, when Issue 1 came out, I this is a book that I'd seen the cover for. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going I'm to want to check this one out. Didn't do it on time. So I made sure when I saw that this was coming out this week that I read the first two issues of Waller versus Wildstorm with this newest one coming out this week. And um, what we're getting here is, Amanda Waller, it's kind of like her origin story and how she's kind of thrown in the mix and, and everything, but she's, it's not like it's centered around her, but it's also not like Lois Lane is very much a player in all this. And then we've got like Jim Lee's characters that he had at image originally, and then brought over to DC. This is Stormwatch is really at the center of all this battalion is the main character in this story. Now I, we know Wildstorm, but you know, I kind of know more Grifter as the character who I specifically am more familiar with. Um, but this has been a really interesting story, really different um, from what we normally this, read. This is kind of like a, um, like, you know, you talk about like an espionage kind of like spy thing. Not so much spy, but political um, sto- like, uh, um, story. And with Amanda Waller specifically, at the center of all things. And honestly, like for you where you don't like Amanda Waller, uh, but for me, I don't, I, I don't like the character, but in a different way, like I hate her. And I like, in the way I feel like I'm supposed to, because she's such a, you know, a bastard all the time. And the, the, honestly, it's just like straight up, like from day one, she is pretty much a bastard, uh, but she's in the mix. We see um, Grifter in the mix and death strokes around Adeline Kane, his, uh, uh, Clay Wilson's, you know, eventual wife, um, all, and like I said, Lois Lane, all in the mix, all playing, you know, some uh, different roles in, in the course of the story. But first two issues, really like it. And, and it is like a different, like I said, a, a different um, tone, different pace than stuff we're used to. And this is a, a DC Black Label book, too. So, um, oh, so nice. Yeah. So I, I've uh, enjoyed the first two issues. Definitely going to be looking at the third one as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, it sounds interesting. I do like a good political thriller. I just, I just don't like the character. And, I'm telling uh, you, you'll be, you'll like, I, 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 right now it's trending in the right direction to be talked about on the show. Um, oh. I think that for you, like, there, okay, you don't like Amanda Waller much, but in, uh, what are we, what's the other Waller book we're, we're reading right now that she's in? Um, we just talked about it last week, uh, the Medieval Times one, uh, Dark Knight of Steel. Dark, yeah. She's in it so far, like, just enough for you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, she's in it more in this, but it's to me, it's like it's not like as much as it's like an origin for her. It's it's she's not like the central figure. Like she's not she's talked about. You know, what, I'll just talk about it when when we as we get, when we go along. But I think you'll See, like. It. I, I'm glad that you like it because this this is what makes a great TLDR book, right? Is yeah. that 
I'm skipping the book because I don't like the character, but you like it and you're speaking highly of it. And there's elements of it that's piquing my interest. So, you know, maybe yeah. I go and check out this book and I, and I really like it. And they're like, that's, that's the whole point of the show. Just like I should read Batman Scooby-Doo mysteries just so Bert could understand, you know, you know, hear what it's about. And maybe he'll want to go out and read it. Cause I think Batman Scooby-Doo would be uh, right up his, uh, his alley. Uh, but with that, uh, it's a light week for books this week. Um, so I'm going to, um just read a couple of these here uh and then we'll we'll finish up with some of the the you know the yeah the heavy hitters here so idw right we have tmnt teenage mutant ninja turtles bert uh issue 140 uh we have uh star trek issue apart i love you brother uh we have star trek uh issue nine and star trek ethos or echoes sorry issue two uh from skybound we have a number one void rivals issue one uh, and then from Vault, we have Queen of Oof. the Swords, a barbaric story, issue mm-hmm. one. And then Friend of the Show, John Lee's The Nasty, issue three. If we'll you be reading, reading those. That, yeah, we'll be reading yeah. those. We just didn't get no, a few copies. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and then from uh, from Boom this week, we have not a, not a lot. Um, Magic Planeswalkers Noble, issue one. And then we've got two here. One you're going to talk about in a second. But this one I just want to mention real quick. We have Something is Killing the Children, Pen and Ink. Uh, issue one so this is going back from the beginning from the first issue of so uh something is killing the child i was gonna say so you think you can dance what <laughs> do those two things have in common absolutely nothing uh, <laughs> but something is yeah i don't know that's a uh, shit earlier yeah. right 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 but Sorry. what's what's great about this is it's going to be sort of an extended version it's gonna be all black and white just sort of the the, the inks and it's going to sort of be more of an art book but it's still going to kind of retell the story and but it's going to have some i think some added things to it so this is one i'm going to pick up because i'm going to i think it's going to be very fun to kind of flip through it and have in my you know something that's killing the children uh collection but um also from boom this week we have ghost lore issue two yes of course written by friend of the show colin bunn who we had on a while back to uh, talk about this series, which you so graciously gifted me dibs on this one, uh, illustrated by Leo Max. And then there's also, as Cullen told us when he, we had him on the show, there are ghost stories within the story, the larger story of ghost lore. Um, and they're going to be illustrated by artists that are not Leo Max. Um, in this case, Nightmares in the Flesh is illustrated by Danny Lukert. Um, oh, nice. and, and where in the first issue, the main story was absolutely like this, like, the superior story of the two, like not that it's a competition or anything, but that's what really like, whoa, had me after the first issue this time around, it was the ghost story that was being told within this story that really like, and that's what I was most excited about going into this series. So I was really caught off guard in the first one and it was great. And then the second one, it, it starts off really quick. There's not a whole lot of dialogue. I was starting to wonder because we didn't get review copies from Cullen originally because there wasn't there wasn't uh, lettering wasn't done yet when we interviewed him. So I was like, oh, no, did something oh, happen right. with the review copy here. But it's flying through. And then we get the ghost story and it's like, damn, like it's sad. And then it gets fucked up. And then like the way things go within how it kind of translated into the, the main story. It's like Ew, shit kind of gets nuts. Um, mm-hmm. So it was like a really good second issue. You know, never had any doubt about this being an ultimate like TLDR book, um, but like 100% confirmed with this issue. 
Nice, nice, awesome. Uh, so then, why don't you uh, take us to Dark Horse real quick, there, Nicholas? Yes, Dark Horse. So this week we got the Great British Bump Off issue three. Have you read any of these yet? Jeff? No, I've I've got to man. My 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 stack right now to read is way too um, way too thick. It's thicker than a, a Billy D milkshake. But Damn. um, um I, I, I I've 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 got it because I keep every every month when this comes, I go fuck. I got, I got to read it, um, yeah. so I'll, I'll get on that soon. Because John's very high on it, too. I'd hate to steal yeah. it from you. You know That would be a real shame if that were to happen. I mean, but... You could try. I'm going to read it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Truesdale and the Fall of Hyperbia, uh, Issue 2. Um, Murder, Inc., Jagger Rose, Issue 2. And then, Joe, that brings us to Image, uh, which we got three books that you and I want to dig into, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so uh, real quick, we have Monarch issue five. Uh, we have Click Click Boom issue one, which I wanted to read. I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, we have uh, Immortal Sergeant uh, issue six. Uh, we have the, it's always fucking cracks me up, the Giant Cockchew issue three. Um, and then we have something epic issue two. You highlight as pro. Did you read this? Yes, I did read it. Yep. Okay, so. I want to run because I had a thought about this, and I don't know mm. if you agree or not, but like, mm. um, I love Simon Kudransky, uh, Kudransky, um, and uh, his art and everything. So I find this to be like a little hard to like because there's just a lot. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going right? on, right? And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of dialogue. So when I was reading this, I I thought to myself, I don't I don't like to promote trade waiting at all right uh mm. because the best way to support the creators is to you know get the floppies put them on your pull list right get them each and every month but for me because this is such a sort of i don't know if intense is the right word but it's, it's heady there's a lot going on and when you have that like some books when there's just that month in between it's easy to forget what happens in the previous book because so much does happen and sure. there is a lot going on there especially you know with the dialogue so this might be a book nicholas that i wait until it's at least the first arc is collected if it goes beyond that because i find like this will read better and i will enjoy it more when mm -hmm. i can just knock through it all in one sitting versus having these pauses and like where am i what's going on again because again I find that to be the case when books are just heavy with dialogue or narration. There's just, there's just a lot going on. No, I and my brain just like, I can't, I have a hard enough time keeping all these things, you know, straight to begin with. So like yeah. this one, I might wait until, you know, the collected edition, you know, comes out and, and cause I think I'll appreciate it. Cause it's a, it's a great story and the art is beautiful. Oh um, yeah. But I think I'm, you know, for just for me, it's getting lost on me or I'm getting a little, you know, confused um, because, you know, it's just, it, that's just too much time between issues. There's a lot going on. There's no, there's no question about it. Um, it's, I mean, I'm looking at like the big fight that they have in here and it's just like that alone. It's yeah. just a, a wild sequence and there's so much else. So yeah, I get, I get, I do get where you're coming from. It, it is, uh, there's, it, it's a lot to keep track of. And like you said, it does get, um, it is quite heady. So, but this, there were a lot of interesting developments in this issue. And like you said, the art is really cool. And, and this is one of those stories where you've seen a lot of like Simon throw in a lot of different styles just because of the nature of what's going on. And it like, like where we got a little bit of it last issue and it was cool. It was even more so in this issue. So I, I did really enjoy that, uh, that component of everything and, uh, something epic issue too. 
Yeah. So where, where do you want to start there, Nicholas? Um, let's see. Well, I do want to point out Monarch is, of course, by a friend of the show, Rodney Barnes. And this is I made sure I have all this. I fell behind on this. One. I think I've read the first two issues, but I need to uh, get back on track with with Monarch because that was I was surprised by that first issue. It was cool. And I read the second one. and I like that a lot. And I got it. I want to get back on track so I can uh, update you guys on that here. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, Joe, hmm. Why don't you do the? Don't you do the book? I I didn't get the freaking finish. Okay, okay. So, uh, we will talk. We will start with uh, again, friend of the show, Declan Chalvey, Old Dogs issue five, and I I can't remember when we talked with him if if he had more to go beyond the first arc. I think he did. Think he did. Yeah. He was he was ready to do two if he needed to, but he wanted to do at least three. Was the hope? I think. Okay. Okay, because man, the, the way this one ended, I was like, "Fuck!" If this is where it ends, oh god damn it! Uh, but like, this has been such a great series, and I know that there has been some some slight pauses between some of the issues, um, yep. but it has been absolutely excellent. And this issue, this this issue above, you know, of all the issues, for me was the best. Right. And that's why I said, like, there better be more coming because, like, you know, it all, it, what was great about how this issue was structured is that, you know, a lot of times when you, when you get, you know, you know, you get books, you get, you know, the, the, the two page and the story all just kind of goes across. Well, when we get the, the, the digital review copies, it's, we can't look at it that way. And so, like, the way he colors the panels, you know, so you make sure, like, so you got to, like, read it and then you got to go down a page and read, it. but, like, the way he he colored the panels a slightly different color and and the way the story unfolded i just thought was it was really great unique storytelling um that we hadn't quite seen in this series so far um and the big reveal you know that we get in the way that everything just unfolded was just like fuck the, I, like yeah. we knew this has been building up to something and then this is what we get and you go this is fucking excellent I and, and I, I you you read you get to that last panel, and you go, no, that's not that's that that's not how this this ends. No, it can't be. It can't be. Like oh, I need, man. I need more. I remember, I can't remember uh, the second Matrix movie. I remember seeing that in the theater and the way that movie ended. And I don't do this in theaters because I find it awfully obnoxious. But I remember yelling out, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> that's how you're going to end this and make me wait, you know, until, until the next thing comes out now with the matrix, the third movie, yeah, fuck that. But like, I know Declan's going to knock it out, continue to knock it out of the park. So like whenever that, you know, whenever issue six, you know, I can't come fast enough. Declan, if you're watching, if you're listening again, I'm going to weasel it, send yep. it our way, please. <laughs> Doc needs it. Um, but like when you get a chance to finish this up, Nicholas, you're going to, you're going to absolutely fucking enjoy it. Uh, I, I was that was I was reading it and then I, I I think like to start my day and then I didn't get to finish it before my trade run was over and then after work I was just gassed so I was just fuck man I want I wanted to finish this so now it's killing me I'm gonna do yeah. that as soon as we get done here um for me from image the, the book that I have and I actually so I'm gonna talk about this on the show I might have to do this right away um for a mainline episode but Battle Chasers has been a long awaited return from Joe Madureira. Um, this is like a series that was a pretty big hit years ago. He only did nine issues and then it ended. And I know he's been doing a lot of stuff in video games and obviously he's been successful in his career in his own right. But this is a series where it's like, like we needed more of this. It's not okay that it ended when it did. 
Um, this is you can read it on Hoopla. So again, I, I intend to talk about it next week, so Joe can get on it too. The only thing for me is like I want you know it's Joe Madureira, who's the the artist originally for the series. Some other people, I feel like, if I remember correctly, did the artwork at, later on in the the first nine issues. Um, and then we have Ludo uh, Lulab. L- actually, is it Lullaby? Huh. But anyways, um, who is the the artist here? And it's like, okay, I want, uh, but I want Joe, obviously, because like he does his his artwork is very distinct, very cool. That said, uh, with with Ludo's artwork, it's like this feels like it's it's definitely in the same ballpark and everything. So it works really well. So I really enjoyed it. And where the story was left off to, I didn't have to wait like decades like everybody else. I've read it much more recently. Um, but it was like it, it it was left off in a really interesting spot. So like the the plot it picks up like it kind of allows you to reset for a second. There is like an info page, but then we get going and it's like okay, like let's let's we're we're back at it and then there's some cool action and everything and then there's some like you know a, a few different things going on with the plot. So a lot of moving pieces. I'm very excited to have this back. Can't wait to see uh, what's next after issue ten. But um, Battle Chasers issue ten out this week. Some really cool stuff. And then the last thing that we have, Joe, that we're both reading, of course. Um, that we only talk about so often on here, though, is Gunslinger Spawn. We got issue 21 out this week. And before we get into any, anything else in the interiors, the co- the main cover for this is so damn cool. And then the variant is by Brett Booth, who does the interiors. It's so cool, man. And the, the uh, main cover is by Chris Stevens. I don't know if he's done other stuff for um, for Spawn, any, any Spawn stuff for uh, Todd. He seems to be you know go, doing creators in different waves. A lot of Kevin Keen stuff. But, man, I this one's like, you know, it's not every time I want to get both the covers for a Spawn book. I usually, like, usually they're both cool, but, like, one stands out more above, above the other. And with this one, man, it's like they're both pretty kick-ass. Yeah, yeah, this is... This book in general, I remember at a certain point, like I had fallen behind on it. So then I had to, I had to catch up a bit. And I, I've said this the last few times we mentioned on the show, like the like the the current arc has really kicked it up a notch. It's been absolutely tremendous. And, and the art has just always, always been, you know, yeah. uh, gas, you know, from the first rip. Oh, we got a little friend here. How are we doing? Oh, wow. Bye bye. I love you're the best. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Someone's got to shut him up. Um, but yes, I, I, I tend to agree. And seeing Dakota in the mix a lot more too is is great. Like because that's a character who we got to know a little bit early on in the story, and and now we're spending more time with her. Obviously, there were some major developments with her last issue, and now she's getting really involved in the action. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dakota is great, but Violet is even better. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, but so hold on. Okay. <laughs> Love you, kid. Uh, <laughs> She's sorry. ready for you. Yeah, I didn't hear anything you just said. It's but, okay. <laughs> what I'll say about Gunslinger Spawn, you know, like I said, the the it's really it's really kicked up a notch and I love this issue. I wanted to make sure we highlight this because I think what we've gotten in the last several issues has been the best stuff that we've gotten. And the art, uh Brett the, the dinosaurs, right? And everything that he's trying like this has just been like over the top. The detail has been absolutely tremendous. You know, this is what we have going on. Again, mainline spawn. I, I haven't read since issue mm. three twenty, whatever. Right, because I've just been so into the Scorched Gunslinger Spawn and, you know, obviously King Spawn. So if you haven't been reading them, definitely go check them out. But, like, man, I just – 
I love it. I love it. The art, the art's absolutely fantastic. The storytelling's been 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 kick ass. So this is this is definitely one to go check out. Yeah, and one thing speaking of King Spawn that I wanted to note before we get going, Joe, is I saw you had uh, quote tweeted this from Sean Lewis. It looks like Coyote where uh, is in the works. Yeah, like how freaking cool is that? So for those who didn't see it, Joe uh, did quote tweet this um, from Sean that uh, it looks like Selena Gomez and Jordan Peele are developing a series adaptation of Coyotes, which Joe talked about on the show from Sean Lewis in the image series uh, a while back. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I think I think you know. Um, I don't know what role Selena Gomez would have, whether she's just a producer or if she would you know actually star in it or not, but like. Having having you know her and Jordan, especially Jordan Peele, like mm. you know, uh, attached to it, you know, whether it's just directing or producing, like that's some star power there. And this book, yeah. abs- this book was absolutely excellent, uh, and it was absolutely vicious, and it's a hell of a story. And so, you know, whether they they make a movie out of it or, or turn it into a, a mini series or whatever, um, I was so pumped when I saw this, like. Sean's got a lot of stories that will that will do really well when adapted to whether the bigger or small screen. So I'm very excited for this. Very cool stuff. Very happy for him. I uh, can't yeah. wait to check in with him at some point. But uh, you know what, Joe? I've had my fill of you for today. This is it. We're done. We're out of here. Uh, until next week, my friend. Make sure everybody, you guys, go subscribe to the audio channel so you can get the Dan Panosian interview delivered right to your listening device. Subscribe. Leave a rating and review. Please helps the show out a ton. That'll be dropping on Friday. But until next week, Joe, stay sexy. One of us has to. <laughs>